Hello, my name is Hector Hernandez, and I want to welcome you guys to the struggles of entrepreneurship, where we get down to the grain and find out what makes each individual successful. I hope you enjoy it. Okay, guys, so today we're going to talk about selling and rejection. I believe that selling and rejection goes hand in hand, right? So a lot of times we are out there trying to sell something and we get told no. And it's part of the business. Some people are not ready for your product. Some people don't understand your product. You weren't able to explain it well. And some people just don't have the budget, really don't have the budget, which you should also be able to cater to them, create them, get them to be buy a little interest package. That way you can convert them into a client. But it happens, it, it happens, right? We always get rejected. And sometimes when we think that we're gonna be, get this quick sell, all of a sudden it gets shut down for whatever reason it may be. So I'll tell you guys the story. So I've been going out and I've been doing a little bit of more phone calling, right? And uh, door knocking. And uh, you've been used to rejection through email and Facebook Messenger and calls and so forth. But a lot of face-to-face reaction hasn't really been uh, rejection. Sorry, hasn't really been my uh, my experience so far. So I decided to do a little bit more of um, some cold walk-ins to different spots. So I have different tools. As you guys know, I sell something called a, a chat bot. And it's basically an automated response to to when people come in inquiry, something like a chatbot, when you go to somebody's website, it answers the basic questions for you. And if you need to talk to a human, well, you can do that. Anyways, um, so I had some chatbots and I was like, you know what? I, I know these companies can benefit from this. And there's a, there's a lot of their car dealerships. There's a lot of them on this road. I was like, I'm going to go try it. I'm, I'm going to go let them know the benefits of why they need one. And there was about 20, I said, and after visiting about six, and having my door shut in my face, right, or the door shut in my face, I realized that I was approaching it around the, around the wrong way, right? A lot of these people who I encountered were not the decision makers. So I need to figure a way to put myself in, in front of the decision makers, right? So this is something that I realized, right? And again, I'm, I am part of member networking groups and I do attend a lot of networking events. So I am doing that part, right? But I ne- it made me understand that I need to do it more, especially for that industry. So going forward, a lot of those people didn't want to talk to me, didn't want to deal with me, didn't, didn't even want to take a look at what I had. And I felt I felt rejected. I felt down. And um, as I expressed it, uh, I really wanted to like just hide and yell, right? Like, ah, how come nobody gets it? What's wrong with these people? And then I realized, I was like, okay, well, maybe my approach is, not, is what it is. Maybe the way I go about it is not necessarily the right way I'm going about it. So I was pretty pretty much giving up this saying I was gonna head home and, and forget about it. And I just saw the biggest dealership on the block and I said, you know what, that's gonna be my killer. I'm gonna go kill it there. And I walked into the block and I was told to come back later. That the decision maker wasn't there, right? So my my approach this time instead of just saying, hey, I have this cool thing I wanna show you. My approach was like, hey, man, who's your decision making in marketing? Let's get straight to the point. Who decides what's going to happen and when it happens? Let me talk to them. Because as I was talking to these car salesmen, a lot of them weren't able to answer my questions. A lot of them weren't able to make the decisions, right? So 
my approach to this, to this last one was like, all right, man, so good morning, my tech dude, and who can I talk to as far as your decision making and marketing? Tells me the guy's not, not around for me to come back in about 20 minutes, so I go back and I try to attend my car thinking like, man, I got, I'm in, I mean, told me to come back, they gave me a name, I'm going to try this, it's better than before, right, it's things are changing up. Second time I walk in, I meet the owner, he's at the door, he greets me. And I let him know that I'm looking for somebody, but I give him some name. And he's like, oh, wait, that's my son. How can I help you? And then we start helping each other out, right? We start talking about business. We start talking about struggles of entrepreneurship and so forth. And um, I ended up having a really successful talk and now I have to do a follow-up. So on my way home, I started thinking like, wow, man, I'm glad I didn't give up. There was a good, a good opportunity. This person seemed really interested and very educated. So... I'm glad I was able to to get in. And then I thought to myself, man, if I'm used to rejection, imagine how somebody who's just getting into business must feel when they get 10 told no, when they walk into places. I was like, if I wanted to hide and yell and I'm already used to it, what what do these people feel, the ones that are trying to get started? So I, did, I was thinking about that on my way home. I drove home about 30, 40 minutes. And then my whole way home, I was just thinking like, man, I would I would have given up. It would have been a hard day. I would have been hard on myself because I don't like the fact that I don't succeed. And more importantly, well, I need to grow the business, right? That's still the objective of a sale, right? So I went I, and, and then I started talking to my to my network of friends and masterminds that I have. And I started reaching out to them saying, hey, how do you guys deal with this? How do you guys deal with that? And the biggest takeaway I got, and I'll share with you guys, is that to prevent rejection from happening, we need to have, or to prevent cold rejection from happening, we need to have a a pipeline system, right? We need to have a, a stream of steady people who are ready to buy at a certain time. So as I mentioned earlier, I attend tons of networking events. I meet tons of people, I have tons of business cards. And my strategy currently is to send them an email, and kind of just sit on the business card until it's necessary. But really, I'm not putting them in my pipeline, right? I need to do a little bit more research, figure out how I can help them. And not only send them an email, but call them and let them know. So it's no longer a cold call because we already met. And then just following up with them, let them know that I'll be interested in helping them whenever they're ready. And I'll ask them when are they ready. I'll ask for the sale. And whenever they say they're ready, I'll go ahead and put it on my on my calendar to follow up. Right, because what I'm, I'm not doing is following up, and we know follow up is the magic. So, let me get straight to the point, guys. I want to show you guys ten things that I do, or strategies that I do to deal with these rejection costs. Whenever this is happening to me, or yesterday when it happened to me, I I start thinking like, okay, well, how do I handle this? How do I go about just not being freaked out about it, and and being able to walk into the next place with a smile on my face and my head up. Right, I was, it was hard, but I'll tell you guys what I did, right? So the number one, guys, and it's the most important one for me is do not take it personal. Okay, guys, they're saying no to your product, not to you, not to your idea. They're saying no because they're not ready, not because you're no good. So do not take it personal, guys. We have to be able to separate business and personal life. If somebody says that they don't like your service or your product, I'm pretty sure they'll like you as a person, right? So don't take it personal, guys. There's two different things. It's business, right? And then there's pleasure, right? So let's let's learn how to differentiate, but it's the most important thing, guys. And 
that's how I did it when I walked out of this place. I was like, you guys don't get it, right? And I just kept going. After six, it was a little bit harder to keep laughing, right? But still, they don't, they don't get it. So that leads me to number two, right? Expect it, guys. Expect it that they're going to say no. Expect it. Everybody's on the defense. Nobody wants to be sold. Nobody is standing at their business waiting for somebody to come in and offer them and sell them something. So expect to be told no, right? Try to figure out a way how to turn that no into a yes or a maybe or a follow-up. But whenever you get no, again, don't take it personal and don't get freaked out. Like, why? If you already know, we should be expecting it. Uh, number three, guys, we got to be very professional, right? We still we still have a reputation. Most of us are running our own business, so we're working for, for a family-owned business. And we need to be able to still hold our reputation up and say, hey, we're professional. We're, we disagree, but we're not going to get into a yelling match here, so... Nobody wants it, nobody wants your product, nobody wants your service. Shake their hand, thank them for their time, and walk on now to the next one, guys. Right? Um, this next one, number four, I actually didn't try it yesterday, but I did have it on my notes. That's one of the things that I that I need to start doing is, I need to start asking why. When somebody sees your product, right? A lot of times, again, yesterday I spoke to salesmen who had no idea what, what I was talking about or... I guess didn't have the idea, but more importantly, couldn't make the decision. But when somebody does say no, guys, let's figure out if we can ask them why. Maybe they're not ready. Maybe we didn't we didn't educate them enough. Maybe they don't have the funds. Maybe they have other plans, and maybe they had other questions that you didn't answer yet. So always ask why. That that can help you in the future, right? Let's say that they say no because I have a big um, trying to pay my house, for example, trying to pay my house off so I can't make any other investment. Okay, fine. I'm done in a year. Fine. Put it in your notes. In a year, follow up with them. Say, hey, how's it doing? Were you able to pay off your house? How can I help you now? Right? So, always ask why. Again, it can lead to a future sale. Um, never, 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 never forget to send a... Number five, this is number five, guys. Send a last-minute proposal. Right? Let them know that you're willing to work with them that same day. Let them know that you're willing to be there last day. Right? If they tell you like, no, I'm not willing to buy or no, the competitor gave it, gave me more affordable price. Let them know that that you can work something out with them and that you'll be able to meet them, right? Let them know that you'll talk to them on the spot. So don't be afraid to to compete. Now we're not gonna cut our our knees off, right, with pricing and so forth, but we can add value, and that'll be another podcast that we'll be doing pretty soon here, as far as how to add value to your service or product. So. Um, Number six was when I told you I did yesterday. I talked to my teammates, guys. Talk to your friends. Talk to your family. Talk to you. Don't take it personal if your spouse tells you to stop or to try to get a real job, right? Which entrepreneurship is even harder than a real job, but most people don't understand that. Um, don't take it personal if your dad, mom tells you that you should just stop trying and go get a job somewhere because it's going to be easier. We have to understand that these people love us and the reason they tell us that is because they want us to be in good health a mindset and they want us to be good financially. So they say that, but they don't see our dream, right? They don't see what we want to accomplish or what we're going to accomplish. So don't let that stop you guys, but do ask for teammates. Talk to your people who are selling other people in the industry. Ask them what they have, what they sell, what to like, what are their rejections look like? How do they overcome them? Uh, number seven, treat it as a necessary step, guys, to take 
extra, I guess, take it as a necessary step to go out and do some cold walk-ins and some cold networking and some cold calling, guys. Put it as put it as part of your schedule. Like, I need to make X amount of calls today so I can finish my day off, so I can complete it, my my marketing strategy. X amount of day, X amount of phone calls, X amount of videos, X amount of of emails, of text messages, whatever it may be, guys. But just set a number for yourself and hit that target. Set it for yourself, right? So. The why, why do we say that? Why do we say that it's part of like a necessary step that you must take is the fact that if you call 10 people and nine people tell you they don't buy because it's too expensive, well, then you already know what's going with, how you're going to make your 10th call, right? If you send 10 emails and peop- nine people don't respond, then you have an idea of what's going to happen to your tent, right? So you got to figure out, maybe you got to change your headline. Maybe you got to change what's in the content of the email. Maybe you got to change your offer. Maybe you got to add a deadline for your for your offer. So treat it as a necessary step, guys. Cold calling, I'm still going to keep doing it. I got rejected, but I'm still going to keep walking in. I do walk into places, but I never see it as a, I must do it. And now I do. Now I must do it. I'm going to walk into as many places as I can. I'm going to show them my card. I'm going to tell them how I can help them. If they don't want, I'm going to walk out and say thank you. Right? Then that leads me right into step number eight, guys. Be persistent. Right? Be persistent to check in with these people who tell you they're not ready yet, who they might be ready in the future, who tells you that their sister is about to start a business and that you might be able to help them. Follow up. Don't just wait for them to call you. Don't wait for their sister to say, hey, brother, who's that guy that helped you? You follow up with him and say, hey, man, what's up with your sister? Is she ready? I got a discount for you. If she does, I'll give you this. I got that. Give them an incentive, right, to push them. Make them become your salesman, right? So be persistent, guys. They're not trying to be a hard salesman. They told you they were going to buy. Well, then you just, all you're doing is the right thing and following up with them. So that's number eight. Be persistent, right? Number nine is stick to your routine, guys. Stick to your routine. Keep doing what you do that's making you money, that's making you happy, that's making your business grow. If it's hurting you, obviously stop it, right? But stick to your routine. Make them calls that you need to make in the morning. Make sure you stay up late if you say you're going to do it. Make sure you have your routines set up in place, guys, where you're not forgetting to do it. Every no that you get will get you closer to that next yes, guys. Okay, so keep it in your routine. All right, so don't focus on the nine no's. Focus on that one yes, right? I told you everything that happened about all the six. I didn't even tell you how I walked in. Didn't even tell you how they rejected me. But I told you how important, how that number seven, the biggest one, how they accepted me. I told you how that conversation went. So focus on the positive, right? Stay positive. Forget it. It's going to happen. They're going to say no. You keep doing it. Right? And most importantly, guys, the last one, I guess, no, number one's most important is don't keep it personal, but don't give up, guys. This is your dream. This is your goal. People are depending on you. You have no idea how many people you are inspiring for what you're doing. Keep going, guys. You're on the right track. You are three feet away from gold. Keep it going. Talk to you guys next time.
I want to say thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Do not forget to sign up for our private Facebook group. Subscribe to this podcast. You get the alert when we get the next one. Thank you and have a good day.